Today, we hear from one of the three men in the heart of the fire in in the book of Daniel. And he illustrates for us uh, so simply, but yet so beautifully, the heart of a saint. If you want to become a saint, then this is the kind of posture of heart that you need to be growing in. Now, the the background to this passage is that for many years, God's people had been trapped in exile. They were living in a foreign land and a foreign culture. And uh, what made it even worse was that in this particular instance, uh, Azariah was, uh, had been thrown in the fire uh, by the king. And so he was in a bit of a situation personally, but but. Even more importantly, he was conscious of the situation that God's people were in and had been in for a long time. And so this passage today is basically his prayer of desperation before God. He says, Lord, now we are the least of all the nations. So that's the first thing that a saint does. A saint will always recognise the reality of their circumstances. They don't pretend it's not there. They don't try and cover it over with lots of activity or other distractions. A saint will always acknowledge the truth of what they are facing and what they are feeling and humbly bring it to God. Right? That's the first quality in the heart of a saint. He goes on. He says, Lord, we are the least of all the nations. Now we are despised throughout the world today because of our sins. That's the second quality in the heart of a saint. They take responsibility. Saints are not perfect, but they have the courage to admit their fault, to take responsibility for their circumstances rather than blaming others. Now it's quite quite likely that Azariah probably wasn't very responsible for the situation that God's people were in, but he still took responsibility. He didn't say, I was those and, you know, why am I facing this? No, he said, I'm part of this. He accepted his his part, right? And and he did it um, confident in God's mercies. That's another important um, quality we see in saints is that they, they don't beat themselves up. They don't think that because they've failed, now they're disqualified from God's favour. They confess their guilt, they own their responsibility, but at the same time, they keep believing and expecting in God's favour. He says, Lord, remember Abraham, your friend, and Isaac, your servant, who you promised descendants as countless as the stars of heaven. Yes, we've sinned. Yes, we've stuffed up. But don't forget your promise. I'm still trusting in your favour. He goes on. We at this time have no leader, no prophet, no prince, no holocaust, no sacrifice, no oblation, no incense, no place where we can offer you the first fruits and win your favour. You see, because they were in a foreign land, they had no leader, no temple, no priest. They weren't able to offer their sacrifices 
and and that was all a huge deal for the for, for the Jewish people because all of those aspects, you know, their temple, their land, their their, their sacrifices, um, that was all so much a part of who they were. That was a part of their identity. We might appreciate the situation that they were facing a little bit now since our experience of lockdown. You know what it's like not being able to go to your temple, right? It was really significant that all that had been taken away, but Daniel knew that even that didn't matter. You hear what he says? But, oh, not Daniel, Azariah. He says, but may the contrite heart and the humble spirit be as acceptable to you as holocausts of rams and bullocks, as thousands of fat lambs. Daniel knew that it's not about the religious practices in themselves. What's important is that we have a heart that is humbled and given to God. And even more important, a, humble, a heart that is constantly seeking to do God's will. And may it be your will that we follow you wholeheartedly since those who put their trust in you will not be disappointed. The heart that is acceptable to God is the heart that is humbled. A heart that comes before God contrite. A heart that is given to God, surrendered. Azariah acknowledges here that, that to God, that's even more important than thousands of sacrifices. Right? This is the goal of our religion, huh? It's to dispose us before God in this way. This is the posture that, that opens us up to that living water we're reflecting on uh, over the weekend. What really matters to God, the heart of a saint is a heart that is humbled, contrite, surrendered to God, a heart that seeks to do the Lord's will. All of our religious practices is supposed to foster that kind of heart in us. Right? That's what's important. That's the heart of a saint. Now, Azariah, he didn't just behave this way because it was the right thing to do, right? He believed that God was good. He trusted in God's faithfulness, in God's mercy. Yeah? Those who put their trust in you will not be disappointed, he said. So if we find ourselves struggling to uh, come before God with this humility and, and, and this uh, transparency and, and this, like, you know, if we're struggling in, in really following God and being obedient, then, then maybe it's a sign that our faith needs a little bit of a recharge, right? Maybe that could be your prayer. God... Remind me, give me a reminder of your goodness, of your faithfulness, of your love. Remind me once again of your, your tender heart of mercy so that like Azariah and all of the saints, I, could, I can really give myself fully and completely to you.